Blog Talk Radio. Ain't 
Hey, y'all, it's Praise Break Friday. It's Praise Break Friday. It's Praise Break Friday. We are in the building. We are in the building. Yeah, we've been in the building. But we are in the building. Had to do a little, um, <laughs> what you say? Hold on. What you say? I think your mic should be working. Working? Yeah, you good. There you go. I would like to, anybody that was on before our time, that was a rendition of our play. <laughs> called Schoolyard Chronicles, and we were detailing mm-hmm. how, like, the school system is very just intrinsic. There it is. That's your story? And I'm sticking to it. I'll say this. I know it's only a handful of people on, and if you missed it, you missed it because it's gone uh, and been deleted. Uh, but let me say this. You know what? I would almost, like, Feel like I want to apologize, but I don't. Let me tell you, I'll tell you why. Let me tell you, he say steamy. Let me tell you, what? Steamy. He gonna put steamy. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. One thing about it, you know what? Fridays is a detox. Is a is a what is the word I want to use? Detox or 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 yeah, detoxing from the from a week full of mess in the public school system. And uh, I am, I, you know what, yeah, I, if you heard anything, you know, the folk that I, only a handful of people I know, oh, not even a handful, I think only two. Uh, so, and we grateful that those only two people. <laughs> that, right, two wings. I need, uh, um, what's my man's name? I need Derek to holler, two! <laughs> two shouting shoes! <laughs> right, I need my man to come holler two shouting shoes for me real quick. But uh, yeah, I am. I we you know we, we had a little something. We was getting ready for the show, uh, uh, and uh, we were having a conversation. And somebody's fingers hit some buttons. Uh, I've always been told they were stout. <laughs> somebody's fingers over there, over there hitting buttons, and didn't know that she had hit buttons and everything. <laughs> and uh, you know that's how that's how it be. Uh, hey, what's up? <laughs> And, uh, Reverend Burks. I see y'all over here. Oh God. Anyway, uh, it's the Take Limits Off Radio Show. It's like, hey, it's Friday, y'all. It's Take Limits Off. I almost didn't do the show. That's how I feel. Seriously, I almost didn't do the show. Uh, but I drove over here, so I was like, I, if I, she was like, you should have said you wanted to cancel. I said I would have canceled from the couch, uh, but I didn't. So anyway, we're here. We're gonna have a good time. We got a great show for you tonight, right? Great, great show for you tonight. I like this one. I really do like this article. Uh, what worship style is right for your church? Man, I like this article. What worship style is right for your church? It's on the um, Vander Blowman uh, blog uh, resources, uh, but it's a very, very good article. So, well, I only, I only, I only peek at it so we read it together so we find out stuff at the same time. But look, anyway, we're going to talk about that. More foolishness and craziness in the city. Uh, I don't even know where to go with that, but we'll talk about it too. Uh, I feel like I just need to. And um, something else that we're going to talk about, too. I forgot what it was. Uh, oh, the city, craziness in the city. Uh, the people who are upset about. Pray for the... <laughs> hey, Felicia, you ain't even have to put all that up there. You could have just said you could have you could have sent me a message in, in, in on the side or something. You could have hit us up in the inbox, but no, y'all won't just sit there and listen. Wait to see if something else juicy was going on. <laughs> Y'all was waiting to see if something else juicy was going to come out. Y'all all know. I say what I'm going to say. Just <laughs> live or not, I'm, I'm going to say the same stuff all the time. 
<laughs> so, uh, oh, Felicia saw it on YouTube, which I still have. I'm having problems trying to. <laughs> Okay, right. I'll work on it. You work on that. Thank you. Over there. Uh, just make sure you delete the right one, not the live one. Because <laughs> they both got the same name. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, anyway, 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 we got a great show for you, and uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Let me give you a real quick rundown uh, of how you can be a part of the show. Uh, as always, uh, we're grateful for those of you on the Block Talk Radio side. Uh, you can always call into the show, 323-870-4375. That's the call-in number, 323-870-4375. It's the call. I'll just read that comment. It's funny. 323-870-4375 is the call-in number. Uh, if you're listening via Blog Talk Radio, again, 323-870-4375. Push one if you want to be a part of the show. That'll get you to my producer. Uh, I was going to call it the best producer in the land, but the best producer in the land. Oh, don't put your head down. <laughs> Don't put your head down. Don't hide. So you off camera, so you get to hide all the time. I'm the one that they got to look at. Uh, but the best producer in land. But I wasn't looking. <laughs> what? Wow. What? Wow. That's what we doing. That's what we doing. I, I apologize. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> You see what Felicia said? She said you was the one reading the comments. I was waiting to see how many cuss words she know. She said she know 137. She must know all the uh, the combination Ah, compound. You know the compound word. I can't. I can't. Oh, God. Push one to get you over here to my South Finger producer. Uh, You ain't married me for my South Finger. These are facts. These are facts. These are these are facts. Praise the Lord. Don't you be a graduate a doctor either, boy, because it's ooh, Lord. Anyway, okay. uh, move on. Let's move on. Oh Lord, this, we probably should have just said no show tonight, but we going, we going forward. We good. Uh, I had to get you over to her. She get you over to me. You'll be live on the air with your boy. If you want to email the show, that, <laughs> if you want to email the show, email the show. Just have fun. Have I'm fun. trying. I'm trying. Email the show. Uh, I don't even know the email address. TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. Jesus. TTLO show at Jesus. Take the wheel. TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. Why y'all saying oops? Dana Miller, where you been? Oh, Lord. Did we get every, all, the, all the videos have been taken down, I hope. Anyway, anyway, we over here doing some uh, public relations cleanup over here. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can do that as well. You can tweet the show. You, y'all, <laughs> y'all pray for us. Pray for us. Uh, if you want to tweet, if you want to tweet the show, follow us on Twitter. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's right. Follow us on the show. Tweet the show rather at TTLO Radio. Two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to follow us on Instagram, same thing. TTLO Radio. Same thing on the gram. Follow us there. TTLO Radio. You can follow us there. Facebook, facebook.com slash TTLO radio. Facebook.com slash TTLO radio is where you can find us there. The live streams, we know, we know that the live streams are working because they came on a little early. The live streams are up and running. Now, now look, all y'all that was on here all, right on time, because y'all ain't never on time, but y'all was all on here at the, the, the right at the, at the wrong time, but the right time. Uh, come on in, come on in, say something. 
Say something. Let us know you're there. Uh, we appreciate y'all for real, for real. We do. We appreciate y'all. But come on in, say something. Uh, let us know where you're watching from or where you are. If it's first time watching, all that kind of good stuff. Or listening, first time listening as well. Uh, do that as well. Don't forget, we are an iHeart. Uh... <laughs> oh, she said because time to talk about her fingers. Oh, okay, good, Danny Miller. Praise the Lord. She wasn't here on time. All right, good. Uh, or too early. You know the folks show up early for the party. <laughs> hey, you tell them the party started at 630. They pull up at 545. <laughs> Talk about what's happening the ball. That happened yesterday too at the fun race. <laughs> anyway. That's crazy. Anyway. Uh don't forget we're on iHeartRadio partner, which means you can find us on the iHeartRadio app. Do a simple search for the TTLO Media Group. Uh when you get there, when you get there, you'll see all of the shows related to the TTLO uh media group station. That means you'll find all of our shows, taking limits off radio. You'll also find Healthy Soul Talk with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. Uh Real Talk. Real issues, real solutions. <laughs> he said, y'all sound system is on point. <laughs> I might sound nice. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, God. Anyway, 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 uh, you can catch uh, Healthy Soul Talk, Real Talk, Real Issues, Real Solutions with Dr. Kelly Thomas. Great, great replays there. Uh, still trying to work out her schedule to get her back on the air. But part of being in the pandemic, she took on a boatload of new clients. So because uh, you were able to do stuff virtually, we actually gave you more time uh, in the day. So it's trying to figure out, you know, that and raising babies and all that kind of stuff. So but we waiting, you know, we don't we, we patiently waiting. It's all good. Uh, in the meantime, you can catch any of her replays there. You can also catch my brother, the good pastor. Uh, the good pastor. Uh, Harold D. Washington from the Faith, Works, and Vision Church with the Kitchen Chronicles. Every Tuesday, every Tuesday, somewhere around 715, 730, you can catch my brother uh, every Tuesday with the Kitchen Chronicles. Uh, my good brother, Harold Washington, over on the, uh, well, church was over on the mighty, mighty west side of Chicago. But look, y'all know what we do. We start our week. How do we start our week? We start our week with praise and worship and word. Where do we do that at first? We do it right here at the birthplace of gospel music every Sunday. That's right. Join Senior Pastor Daryl in person and the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church family uh, right here on the TTLO Media Group Network. You can join us every Sunday at 11 o'clock. We start on time. And trust me, you, don't, you won't get no, uh, no hot mics on Friday. <laughs> But we start on time at 11 o'clock. Join us, the live simulcast, always a good worship and word here uh, at the birthplace of gospel music. You can always catch us live at 11 o'clock. We're going to start on time as always. Uh, join us, join us, join us. And it's almost time. Well, I guess that's another flyer we got you got to work on. I just thought about that, too, because it's about that time. Uh, but we're about a month out. Uh, <laughs> because we're about to be celebrating our 120th uh, anniversary over here at the Ebenezer. Well, not our anniversary, but the church's anniversary, because we've been here 120 years. I know some. Uh, but anyway, uh, you're looking mighty good for 120 over there. But anyway. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. But, yeah, so, yeah, you can always catch us live there at 11 o'clock. And then as soon as our service ends, you, ain't have, you don't have to go nowhere. If you was late for church, maybe you missed some church. Guess what? You can tune right back in here to the Faith Works and Vision live broadcast uh, with my good buddy, Pastor Harold D. Washington and the, uh, I was going to say the birthplace, Harold D. Washington and the Faith Works and Vision 
church family. Always a good time in praise, worship, and word over there as well while they're doing their virtual uh, services. I think they're doing two live services a, a, a month now, and then the other, everything else is virtual. Uh, but you can always join him as well. What's going on, Isis? How are you? How are you? Uh, Swanisha says she needs to take some of them clients. She needs to take some clients, some stupid kids downtown madness. She does, she does work with children, though, and families and all that. So she, she ain't got no room. Look, she, <laughs> she has no room, no room. Uh, don't forget as well, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you can download a podcast, you can find us there. All right, y'all. Hey, look, uh, let's just go ahead and talk about it. Felicia, since you dropped the bomb on it, since you dropped the, you already uh, threw that ball out there, let's get to it. Uh, yesterday, nine shot, two fatally on the near north side. Nine shot, two fatally on the near north side. Let me go ahead and give y'all, I'm going to read this from the ABC7 website. Oh. Uh, nine people were shot two fatally in a shooting outside McDonald's on near the north side. Uh, why is that popping up? On the near north side uh, last night, uh, what Mayor Lori Lightfoot called an outrageous act of violence. Chicago Police uh, Superintendent David Brown said two groups of people were fighting in the 800 block of North State Street at about 10.41 p.m. when someone in the crowd began firing shots. Insane. The shooter then fled down to the CTA subway platform, and members of the shooter's group fled with him, police said. Police chased the suspect and arrested him in the subway station, and the gun was recovered. Brown said they're working with the Cook County State Attorney Office on charges. Why, uh, Brown said the pod camera in the area captured the shooting, and one person was arrested for obstructing officers on the CTA platform. Officials said a woman fell against the third rail in the midst of the chaos. She was transported to the hospital with burn wounds, but her condition was stabilized. Police said, wow. Three what? Oh, I, I, don't, I, didn't, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, oh, you got it? Yeah. Oh, thank you. I mean, <laughs> you could have just said that because, you know, I'm, two other adult men were transported to Northwestern Memorial Hospital and Shorter Hospital in serious condition. A fourth-year woman was transported to Illinois Masonic Medical Center in stable condition. Uh, police said nine people were taken to hospitals or walked in themselves. A 31-year-old was shot in the back, pronounced dead in Stroger. A man was shot in the chest, pronounced dead in Northwestern. 19-year-old man was shot in the chest, transported to Northwestern. 70-year-old boy was shot multiple times, transported to Stroger Hospital in stable condition. A 36-year-old woman was shot in the leg, transported to Illinois Masonic. A 31-year-old man walked into Northwestern in good condition with the wounds of the hand. A 21-year-old was shot in the lower leg and walked into Northwestern. A 30-year-old man suffered graves wounds to the shoulder and stomach, walked into Northwestern. A 29-year-old man suffered a graves wound and walked into Northwestern. The McDonald's on the Chicago Estate has been closed until further notice. Straight foolery. Straight foolery. Straight foolery. Can we can we keep going? Because I want to talk about the other incident, um, the 13 year old uh, that was shot, the carjacker. So as I'm thinking, Felicia, I used to get uh, no. She says I'm trying to stop being embarrassed uh, by the victim that got, that got shot talking to the news. He sounds crazy. Uh, shouldn't you be at home just getting shot? Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, uh, but I want to talk about this other story in the news. Uh, there was an officer, the officer involved in Wednesday's Westside police shooting uh, that critically injured a 13-year-old carjacking suspect has been relieved of his police powers effective Friday. The Chicago Police Department announced this comes as a civilian office of police accountability, COPA, 
conducted an investigation into the shooting. The officer involved in the shooting Wednesday night in the Austin neighborhood has been relieved of his police powers. Uh, police said a gun was not recovered from the scene of the shooting, and witnesses say the teen was running from police with his hands up when he was shot. Chicago police were trying to stop stolen vehicle wanted in connection with the carjacking from a neighborhood suburb just before 10 to 15 p.m. in the 800 block of North Cicero Avenue near Chicago Avenue. As officers approached the vehicle, the boy fled on foot. The subject flees to a gas station parking lot and turns toward the officer. Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown said during the press conference Thursday, uh, witnesses say they watched in disbelief as police sprinted toward the gas station at Chicago and Cicero Avenues. All of a sudden, I see a little guy wearing all black get out of the car and run toward the gas station, and his hands were up. All I see, and I see the cop run up to the boy and start shooting. The boy didn't have no gun or nothing, said one witness who asked not to be identified. Authorities said one officer pulled his weapon, then shot the 13-year-old according to Chicago police. The officer then discharged his weapon, struck the individual one time. They said, put your hands up, put your hands up. The boy's hands were up. There were other people out there that seen it. I got it all on my phone. His hands were up. He didn't have a gun. They shot him for no reason. Uh, Emma Mitts, who represents 13 Ward, where the shooting happened, said it was unnecessary. Why would you run? I'm, y- y'all not going to like my comments on this. Why would you? Y'all really not going to like my comments on this. You might want to get the, the disclaimer ready. Uh, video shows officers moving the young boy's body, which police said was an effort to move him away from a nearby gas pump. Officers rendered, rendered aid to the individual who said who was taken to Stroger Hospital in critical condition. The 13-year-old did not have a weapon that was recovered from the scene, so now that brings up concern as to why and what happened. Certainly, we don't want an officer out here shooting our children for no reason. That's insane. All right. So the 13-year-old got shot. Let me be clear. Police training teaches that you cannot and only use deadly force when the lives of you or others are in jeopardy. When the lives of you or others are in jeopardy. All right, we got it. That means if he ain't got a gun, if he ain't threatening nobody with a weapon, or anything like that, you cannot use lethal force. You cannot. All right? I understand that rule. And some of y'all will say, okay, that's it. Ain't enough for you to say. Okay, yes. But can I ask a question? We ain't going to talk about the fact that the 13-year-old was a car thief. I ain't saying, that, I ain't saying he should have got shot. Please don't say that's what I'm saying. But we're not going to talk about the fact that the 13-year-old and if I read that right, was responsible for carjacking two cars, used one car to get to the, the second car that he carjacked. We ain't going to talk about that. 13-year-old. That's still elementary school, if I'm not mistaken. That's like right at graduation, eighth grade, or you just graduated. Probably getting ready to, should be getting ready to graduate elementary school at 13. Going, get ready to go into your freshman year of high school. We're going we to, because everybody want to, I know y'all want to go out in March. But let me help y'all real quick in Chicago. And I'm going to say this, and I know I already just said some stuff on the video that got deleted. Thank you very much, uh, Madam Producer. But y'all, if y'all go out here and march for this little 13-year-old boy, all y'all need y'all natural, blessed assurances kicked. Because if you're going to go out there and march, if you're going to go out there and march, March out there to stop these kids 
from tearing up stuff that don't belong to them. March out there for the parents that are no-shows. Straight neglect. Straight absentee. March for that. We're not marching for the 13-year-old. We ain't marching for Adam Toledo. We ain't marching. We ain't marching. We ain't marching for the 13 year old that was shot by the police in the midst of a carjacking. We not. We not. We not. No. No. Protest for the, for, for for this lack of parenting. March for that. I get in line for that one. I get in line for that one. I don't know. You tell me. I get in line for that. I'm not marching for this little boy. I'm right, right. Don't march. Run and go get your kid. Right, right. Go find your kids. Don't run to the camera saying, we tired of the police shooting us. No. Watch this. We tired of y'all's kids being somewhere they ain't got no business, doing stuff they ain't got no business. If they was downtown just enjoying the weather, chilling out by the lake, chilling out on the beach, enjoying the park, that's great. But I'm sorry. You kicking people's car doors in, you running up on people's cars, you twerking on people's cars, you kicking in store windows, you throwing bricks and stuff. I'm sorry, when did that become um, summer entertainment? I don't hear nobody. No, no, we're not marching for that. We're not marching for that. I'm sorry a young man got shot, and the police officer should be punished to whatever extent he should be punished for uh, uh, wrongly discharging his weapon. Uh, I pray that the little boy don't die. But watch this. When you put yourself, I teach, my, I try to teach my students every day, you are responsible for what you do. And when you do the wrong things, you give up your power. I, we teach this to them every day. You have the power to control what you can control. And when you do things that are wrong, you then give up that power to other people. You start to let other people dictate what happens to you. When you're doing the right things, yes, wrong stuff can still happen. But when you're doing the wrong things, you're opening the door. You're setting yourself in motion. You're putting things in motion that are going to be out of your control. Because guess what? If little shorty was in somebody's car that didn't belong to him, driving illegally, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Driving illegally, because he ain't got no, he don't even have a permit. You, don't, you can't even get a permit. So he was driving a stolen car, driving illegally. You carjack somebody at 13. I don't know how you carjack somebody at 13 you ain't got, and you don't have a gun. Unless we're going to find out there was one recovered in the car, but then y'all going to see it was planted. But whatever. I'm just saying. When, when are we going to stop? I'm, I'm over the coddling of stupidity. I, I'm not going to coddle stupidity. I'm not marching for stupidity. There's a difference between what happened to George Floyd and what happened to this little boy. Bless you. <laughs> There's a difference. So don't, don't hit, miss me with the march. Adam Toledo, he had a whole gun. We saw him on the video throw the gun. It's 
if a civilian would have shot him in self-defense, is it still a crime? If the person whose car was had shot him, not at all, it wouldn't have been no crime. Self-defense. You tried to steal my car. I felt my life was in danger. End of story, because that's going to be mine. Uh, I'm sorry, what I say? I said what I say. <laughs> that's going to be my story. And I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't, I ain't dialing, I'm, I'm dialing 911 to tell y'all got a body over here. I ain't dialing 911 to say they need to send an ambulance. 911, y'all got a body over here because they were trying to steal my car. Self-defense. 911, the gun will be sitting right here when you get here. Unload it and everything, and the spent, mag- and, and the spent round is right there. You ain't got to do no whole lot of searching. Everything will be right there nice and neat for you. I'm just trying to tell you. I'm, try- I'm trying to save you some time and the taxpayers' money. It's going to be just open and shut. Next, can I get my weapon back? Don't worry. I got others until you give me that one back. I'm just trying to help the people. This, I mean, it's, 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 it's silly. It's silly that you have, you have children. And then here's my question. The 13-year-old, because they haven't released his name yet. Uh, have they? I don't think. They haven't released his name yet. Here's my question for all of y'all. Uh, where's his mama then? Where's his mama? Where's his mama? Where's daddy? Where's TT? Where's grand God? Big mama. <laughs> where are they at? The 13-year-old. Carjacking folks. Don't nobody know, and, 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 and nobody's asking that question because right now everybody wants to be up in arms because a 13-year-old black boy was shot by a police officer. We're going to just ignore the fact that he stole a cop. We're going to ignore the fact that he stole a cop. We're going to talk about that. That's not a, that we, we want to talk about the fact that the police discharged him. I know the police do stupid stuff. Yes, we know. There's a long history and record of it. Yes, we understand that. But this is the equivalent. I'm going to say it like this, and y'all can get mad if you want to. This is the equivalent of me, Tanya. You driving, you taking me down to Lakeshore Drive. And I get out. And I just start running from one side of Lakeshore Drive to the other. And then I get hit by a car. And y'all get mad because the driver of the car was white. And he just ran him down. We're going to talk about the fact. And I'm trying to cross Lakeshore Drive. <laughs> we we gonna talk about the fact that I was running across Lakeshore Drive. We gonna talk about that, right? We just, I just ran out into the street. He was run down. But but, ma'am, he was running. He ran across the expressway in the middle of the day. In the middle of the day, cars going 45, 55 miles an hour. Not there's no pedestrian crosswalk. He just ran across. But did y'all, y'all, y'all don't want to march for that. We ain't going to talk about the fact that I had no business on there. But that's the silliness of it. We, gonna, we, gonna, we, we don't want to talk about that. Claudette says, a majority of these nuts haven't taken the time to educate themselves on what's happening. Felicia says, mama and them show up like the police after everything done went down. Yeah. Yeah. These are facts. These are big facts. And I'm 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 over it, man. I'm over. It. I have no my 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 level of um, empathy is 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 gone. I'm sympathetic to the plight, uh, but I am I am I am 
I am, I am, my, my level of empathy is, 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 is fallen uh, because I just, I'm not going to, uh, I can't, I'm not, I don't have the energy. I don't have the energy for it. I don't have the energy for it. Another thing, here's another one. And I'm, I wish I could find the, uh, uh, let me see if I can find that article because I don't know if y'all saw this one uh, about the gun uh, that was found in the backpack at the school. Uh, I think that was on two days ago. Let me, if y'all didn't hear about that one, let me help you out. Let me get this one. This is from the NBC5 website. Uh, the mother was charged with, it says, a judge, a seven-year-old boy was hospitalized after a gun accidentally went off in a backpack Tuesday morning at the Walt Disney Magnet Elementary School on Chicago's north side. The woman, a judge, scolded the mother Wednesday for being supremely negligent. That is not the words I would have said. Supremely negligent. Could he have said supremely stupid? Could he have said supremely dumb as hell? Could he have said that as a judge? Probably not. Uh, after her eight-year-old son allegedly found a gun under her bed and brought it to school where it went off and grazed a classmate. We are inches away, centimeters away from a very different case and a very different tragedy, Judge Michael Hogan told Tatiana Kelly, 28. Kelly was charged with misdemeanor counts of child endangerment after the gun discharged in her son's backpack Tuesday morning at the Walt Disney Magnet School. The bullet struck the ground, ricocheted, and grazed the abdomen of a seven-year-old boy, causing small lacerations and redness, prosecutors say in court. The boy was taken to Lori Children's Hospital in good condition, officials say. A teacher grabbed the backpack and gave it to school security officers who found a Glock 19 handgun inside prosecutor said. The eight-year boy had apparently found the gun under his mother's bed, according to prosecutors who did not say if it was stored inside something. The mother had, listen to this, a valid firearms owner identification card, according to prosecutors. Defense attorney Roger Clark acknowledged the gun probably should have been locked up somewhere, but told the judge Kelly had no criminal record and argued it was a one-time incident, not soon to be repeated. I would hope not. Um, How the kid knew the gun was there under the bed is beyond me. It's not like she went out and did something purposeful that violated the law. But the judge countered with this. He said, this may not have been an intentional act, but it's a supremely negligent act. We don't know how the child knew the gun was under the bed, but he obviously did because he went and got it. That indicates the gun was readily accessible and not stored in a way that would have prevented the boy from retaining a loaded gun. The judge said he ordered Kelly to post down on a bond to release Cook County Jail while the case continues. She's expected to be back in court on Tuesday. (sighs) Tanya, give me your thoughts before I say what I'm going to say. Or do you not have any? I got a few. Go ahead. I got one. Go ahead. Um, I would like to, I would, if I could, I should have. I would have loved to done some research because I know she has not been the only person 
of color yeah. and may not have been I mean she and it may have been some other people that are not people of color mm-hmm. to have had their um kids find the guns you know take yeah find the gun take the gun to school cuz i thought the bail was excessive and everything the $1000 um, you mean the $10000 I thought she was at two hundred and fifty thousand. No, she, she got out four thousand dollars. Oh, okay. I'm, well, I'm, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. then, uh, well, then I'm fine with. It. No, I'm not. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. But no, but no. She for the thing was like when you also I don't know if it was in the reading or not. Mm-hmm. The boy brought that gun, so mm-hmm. you know there's some you know culpability that he he you knew what you were doing was wrong mm-hmm. and everything else like that. You know because you wanted to show it to a friend. Now, so so not only will you probably be um, dismissed from Walt Disney Magnet School, mm-hmm. your mom is in trouble as well, mm-hmm. and you know, and this and these things follow you and everything else like that. It's a hard lesson. It, it's a very hard lesson, you know, for an eight-year-old to understand. But you understood enough that you wanted to show someone a gun, and this could end very very badly that's it i mean i don't i mean she she was very um she she should have had it in a lockbox at this point and she should have also gotten those um uh what are those things that lock the the trigger now they have they have, they have trigger locks yeah she should they're, they're, they're trigger locks if, uh, if anything like that it, you know you, you have it, a gun, you have a, sneaky. you have a gun safe yeah you have a lockbox uh you have uh, trigger locks. So there's multiple ways. Or, and, and I get it, because people will say, well, I ain't got time to get up and go get the, 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 the lockbox out of the closet. If, you know, but if you got a lockbox, you can keep the lockbox by the bed. And if, it's, and if you do it, and if it's locked the right way, they ain't going to get in it. Right. Just, don't make, just that, don't make the combination their birthday. Yeah, the, the, the trigger thing, though, would have been that, you know, the trigger thing has a some of some have a key lock. Yeah. But then some have a combination lock. And people don't people are not big fans of the trigger locks because they take a little bit longer, whereas a lockbox, you can get a fingerprint lockbox. But Felicia, you got a good point. She says, My mother's ex husband always had guns. We do not to mess with them. Yeah. My grandmama kept a shotgun in the closet. I knew it was in there, and I didn't bother it. Not one time. Y'all know me. I was, a, I was at home by myself. I didn't bother it. Never touched it. I don't think I touched that gun until she died. <laughs> when we got rid of it. <laughs> I think that was, the, that, was, that, was the, that was the one and only time I touched that weapon. Now, funny story. Watch this. My, and my mama would share this story if she was on here. So, Tanya, you know my godmama, Mary? So, 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 <laughs> did you know the story? Did you no, th- I'm just thinking about Mary right now. Oh, yeah, right, channel. Uh, <laughs> so, my godmama, Mary, we were over there for something at her house. I might have been about six or seven years old. Was in the back room playing. Supposedly, I found the gun that was in the room and came out with it because I thought it was a toy. Yeah. So it's easy to make the mistake, but you got to learn. There's been too many. That was in the 70s. We're now in 2022, where there's been way too many accidents because of negligence. 
You can say in 1970 that folks didn't know no better. In 2022, you don't have an excuse for not knowing any better. <laughs> call that gangster. They call my daddy Pistol Pete. What? <laughs> there's no excuse. There's really no excuse. There's 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 just no excuse um, for that for that lack of um, that 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 lack of just being um, mindful. Now, what would happen if he'd have been a teenager? Exactly. If he'd have been a teenager, guess what? Well, they, that happened. They took him to juvie. At Still would have locked his mama up. Go ahead. At Crane, mm. the one who bypassed the security system and brought the gun in, and he was already on probation for possession of a gun. I remember that. No, this is this week. Oh, this is this week. Oh. Yes. Oh, Lord. Carrie Willis, Carrie Willis says, a lot of these kids are being raised by video games, not parents, and the video games brainwash children to think it's okay. Oh, yeah. I shared that story last week with y'all. Absolutely. Absolutely. We can, we, can, we, can, we can do better. We can do better. We should do better. All right. We're going to take a quick break. <clears throat> I'm trying to see if there's something else uh, in the news that we want to talk about. Anything else going on, Tanya? No. no. Okay. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, when we come back, we're going to jump into uh, our conversation for tonight. Y'all ready for that? What worship style is right for your church? What worship style is right for your church? That's going to be uh, our conversation for tonight. Um, where is my thing at? What? Uh, uh, yeah, so that'll be our conversation for tonight. So I had that queued up already. I'm going to get it together one day, y'all. I promise you I am. Uh, but today ain't today. Today ain't today. Uh, where's the song at? Uh, I was trying to find... Oh, wait a minute. That's where it is. I forgot I saved it in this playlist over here so I could find it when I needed it. All the way at the bottom. Boom. Right there. Be right back, y'all. Two T's. One L, one O. T T L O Radio. He's like what them are to do. Church and it's easy to look saved and it's easy to say that you're Christian. But when it comes down to being all that you been preaching what would the Lord have to say about you would he say that Yeah. 
about what worship style, what worship style is right for your church, what worship style is right for your church. Uh, Tonight, this article comes from a blog um, from the Vander Bloemen resources. Uh, William Vander Bloemen is the uh, author or uh, owner of the particular blog. He is, let me give you some background, uh, has a, he has 15 years of ministry experience as a senior pastor with best practices of executive search to provide faith-based organizations a unique offering, a deep understanding of local church and theology with the very best knowledge and practices of professional executive search. Prior to his founding of the Vanderblom and Search Group, Williams studied uh, executive search under the under a mentor with over 25 years of executive search at the highest level. His learning taught him the very best corporate practices, including search strategies used by the internationally known firm Russell Reynolds. Um, he also has experience as a manager in human resources in a Fortune 200 company, where he focused on integration of corporate culture and succession planning. All of these experiences have come together with his pastoral work to form a unique gift for helping churches and ministries connect with the right key people. Prior to the executive search, William led growth and innovation in churches in North Carolina, Alabama, and Houston. During his time in Alabama, 
Wave has a chance to help rebuild and relocate an ailing congregation and lead them to new levels of growth at new levels of growth. At 31, he was elected the senior pastor for the First Presbyterian Church of Houston, a church of about 5,000 adults and 1,500 children strong. Houston's, it is Houston's oldest congregation. Wow. I like that. Let's get into it. Let's get into it, shall we? So the, the article is the article simply entitled, What Worship Style uh, is Right for Your Church? What Worship Style is Right for Your Church? Uh, the writer says this. The people sitting in your church pews each weekend are crying out to be moved, uh, inspired, challenged, touched, convicted, stretched, and surprised. So how do you plan your weekend experience to react to or to reach, rather, the broadest audience? How do you stay relevant and relatable to multiple generations? This is an excellent question. Let me read that question again. I'm going to read it slow, just in case somebody listening that don't really want to listen, but they're listening because they need to be, and they should probably listen to this part again. How do you plan your weekend experience to reach the broadest audience? How do you stay relevant and relatable to multiple generations? This is an age-old question that demands constant reexamination. As you look ahead to the future of your church, build your weekend experience with the specific objective of engaging the core of your congregation. Hmm. When it comes to worship style specifically, it is important to note there is no clear-cut answer. There are different worship styles that match different churches perfectly. So it's important to find what works best for your church. In this post, we will examine various worship styles. Every church culture is unique, so the right mix will look slightly different for everyone. We, will also, uh, we, all, we, we all desire, rather, to respond to the greatness of God in our lives in a unique way. However, the ultimate goal of engaging the congregation to worship Christ is the same across all platforms. Below are some of the, uh, these platforms uh, and some of the things to consider for each. So, look, before we jump into this, look, I mean, let me say this. This is, <clears throat> again, the purpose of these articles is to open up our minds and our eyes to different forms of worship. It's not to knock anybody. It ain't to try to make you feel bad about nothing, but it's really to make you think about your style of worship and is there room for growth in your style of worship. And, and watch this. You may have worshipped a particular way in 1970 and in 1980. And if you look at your church and its congregation, if there has been a steady growth, or a, uh, even if it's been a plateaued growth and it has stayed there and the people are staying and you're getting people in, you lose some, you get some, you lose some, you get some, then guess what? You're doing things, uh, as people would say, you're meeting the expectation. But if you're still worshiping the way you were doing in 1960, 70, and 80, and you've only seen, this is for the churches, this is for churches, if you've only seen your church membership on a steady decline and you haven't done anything to change your worship style at your church, this is probably for you. This is probably for you. So I, wanna, I, I just want to make sure that y'all get this because it's not a, uh, uh, again, it's not a knock on anyone, but it's an opportunity. It's definitely an opportunity for all of us to, to, to learn something different 
and and be open, be open to uh, be open to different styles of worship and to see what fits your individual church. You maybe have to you may have to get, add a plethora of things. <clears throat> maybe you're doing too much in your worship service. You know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe, maybe you're doing too much in your worship service. But you're not going to know that if you keep doing the same things over and over and over and over again. That's, 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 that's what we're saying. So we're just trying to give you all the best possible uh, resources we can uh, for you all. All right, so let's jump into this thing. The writer says this, number one, number one, number one, number one, uh, liturgical or neo-liturgical. Liturgical or neo-liturgical? Let me let me let me just let me get what it says because I know y'all just say, "What's that?" Uh, <laughs> I huh? No, I was reading uh, uh, Felicia's comment. Uh, by definition, liturgy means the work of the people. Liturgical services generally follow a predictable weekly format led by the people of the church. This includes Holy Communion, Lord's Supper, prayers, praises, readings, and responses. This style of worship is often seen in the Anglican Church, uh, Episcopal Church, Catholic Church, and some Lutheran churches. A resurgence of liturgy has also been seen recently in the ancient future movement made popular by theologian Robert Weber. Some have called this movement neo-liturgical. This style varies from true liturgical church in that various other forms <clears throat> excuse me, of artistic expression can be seen, including silence, confession, story, art, and other creative expressions of classical liturgical traditions. Neo-liturgical services follow a fourfold pattern of gather, word, table, sin. Again, a full, fourfold pattern of gather, word, table, and sin. So let's jump into it. Felicia, I want to read your comment. Uh, that's okay. She says, what about churches that return back to an old worship style? Example, churches to sing uh, Hillsong, Maverick City Music now sing songs like All in His Hands of Dr. Watt. So here's the deal, Felicia. <clears throat> One of the things that I was taught in sales, and I just talked about this in Bible study on 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 um, on Wednesday. Where's my shirt? Some kind of Doritos or something. Uh, oh, here snacking. Uh, you got to learn how to read the room. You have got to learn how to read the room. You have got to know what connects your people. And that's from the music even to the style of the message. I'm not saying change the word. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm not saying change the word. I'm saying the way you deliver it, the style in which you deliver it, all those things matter. All those things matter. You can get up, and don't get me wrong, there's some churches that just get up, they open the Bible, somebody reads, somebody breaks down the scripture, and that's it. And, that, and for some people, that's all they require. That's all they need. For others, they, uh, they're more creative. They need more. They need something more. They need a different style of delivery. Based off of what we read in the Bible, nothing is, nothing tells us of Jesus' style of preaching, right? Nothing in Jesus, nothing, nothing tells us that Jesus was, I'm going to use some language for, for black churches now, that Jesus was a hooper. 
Gee, we 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 I, I don't I don't I, I I'm not picturing that. Now, some might say that Peter was a little radical. Some might say that Paul was a little radical. Jesus was radical, but he was radical with a, with a different style. And I say this to say you have to know who you're talking to. When Jesus was making certain uh, conversations with people in the Bible, he used phraseology that they could connect to. That's why he often used uh, things that had to do with carpentry, things that had to do with farming, agriculture, things that had to do with fishing, because he knew who he was talking to. So he always spoke and delivered messages or, or, or parables using language that they could understand. Let me be clear. Using language they could understand. What's up, Brett Tory? Uh Claudette Gans says, is a planned worship service true worship? <clears throat> Let me, I, I like, I, I love that question, and I'm, I'm going to answer that. I like that. Is a planned worship service true worship? Is a planned worship service true worship? Um, church service should have a plan. When I say plan, <clears throat> there should be a uh, uh, an order to what you're doing. There should be an order to what you're doing. Now, meaning the Bible says everything we do should be in decency and in order. Meaning the choir should have rehearsed. The preacher, the pastor, whatever his word that he's bringing should know his message well enough that he, you know, that, 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 that he's not fumbling over words, right? Uh, uh, um, uh, the musicians should know the music, right? So that, and it's planned out. Now, you can plan your worship service, but you must always leave room. You're planning your worship service, we would hope, by the unction of the Holy Ghost. Unfortunately, a lot of our worship services are planned by what's most popular, What's the newest song? Or we can sing that. Or I want to do this, I want to do that. If you plan your worship services based off the unction of the Holy Ghost, then nine times out of ten, the areas that the Holy Spirit decides he's he's going to move in will fit already with what you're doing because you planned it with him. When you plan it without him, you don't leave room for him to operate. I wish I had a little help right there. If When you plan it without him, you don't leave room for him to operate. Felicia said, absolutely, let's be honest. Folks like structured church. Yeah, I want to know, you know, I, I, like for me, I don't need, like we don't have a, we don't have a bulletin here at Ebenezer. There's no, there's no program. You don't get a program when you walk in the door. And for a while, that was weird. Because where we came from, there was a bulletin every Sunday. But then after a while, I kind of get it. When you, you know, I, I think there needs to be something. Maybe not a full-fledged bulletin, but you know what I mean? But something because when a, if a, what, what if it's a first-time ever person coming to church? What if they don't know what's going on? Right? So at least some semblance of something. But if there's room for the Holy Ghost to operate, you've got to always have room. You got to make room for him to do what he does. You have to make room for movements of the spirit. You have to make room for that. And 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 if your and if your service is on this staunch time frame and this staunch 
uh, tradition that we got to do this at this time. And 1120, I don't care what's going on, we're going to do this or that. It's just like with praise and worship. Praise and worship in itself, just saying that time frame, the entire service is praise and worship, right? The entire service is about praise and worship. But we've broken the praise teams into this little group of people that get up and sing in the beginning of the service, right? Okay, now, that doesn't mean that the spirit going to show up at the beginning of the service. That doesn't mean... Our job every Sunday, our job every Sunday is to lift up the name of Jesus, to teach his word, and then to lift up the praises to a point where we meet him where he is. The Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. The Bible also says that he's seeking true worshipers. It says the Father seeking such to worship him, true worshipers, right? If we if we in here just going through the motions, following the program, he ain't seeking that, and he ain't coming, and neither is the Holy Ghost. Let's keep going. So that was the first one. Number two, number two, number two. Again, we're talking about we're talking about today uh, what worship style is right for your church. Number two, traditional. I'm gonna get some applause for that from some people. Traditional. The elements of traditional services have stood the test of time, with the main expression of music being rooted in hymns. Hymns are more lyrically complex and were originally written to communicate deep theological truths. Traditional services feature choirs, orchestras, organs, and pianos. Traditional services can be experienced in almost every denomination and faith around the globe. Let me be clear. There is nothing wrong with a traditional worship service. Anybody who knows me knows I don't have an issue with a traditional worship service. I have an issue with a service done poorly. No, you know what? Thank you, Felicia, because I have not. You would think I would have watched it. Time you watched the documentary yet? The one we were featured in? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, forgot. I forgot. And it's recorded. And it's recorded. Uh, but the traditional worship, think about it. Thomas Dorsey, if he would have decided to stick strictly to what the traditions were before, think about all the stuff we would have missed. If he had said, oh, no, I'm not going to do this because it'll never be accepted. So I'll never do this. I won't do this. Right? We have to be able to use the gifts that God gave us. I'm not knocking anybody's traditional worship service. What I'm saying is, is that whatever service you're doing, Look at its effect on the people. Are the people, is God being glorified first? Think about it like that. Is God being, Brother Tori, I'm going to grab that scripture in one minute. Is God being glorified first? Second, are the people being edified? Brother Tori gave me Acts 13, 14, and 16. Let's get there. Let's get there. Let's get there. Acts 13, 14, and 16. It says, but when they departed from uh, Perga, they came to Antioch in Pisidia and went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and sat down. And after the reading of the law and the prophets, the rulers of the synagogue sent unto them, saying, Ye men and brethren, if ye have any word or exhortation for the people, say on. Then Paul stood up and beckoning with his hand, 
men of Israel, and ye that fear God, give audience. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's what they did. Yeah, they went to the law of the prophets. Let me, 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 let, let, let's, let's do this, though. Let's, let's get all this. Let's get all this. Because um, let's get what it says after that. Let me do a little after. Uh, the people, the, uh, the God of his, this people of Israel chose our fathers and exalted the people when they dwelt as strangers in the land of Egypt. And with high arm brought them out, he brought them out of it. And by the time, and about the time of 40 years, suffered he their manners in the wilderness. And when he had destroyed seven nations in the land of Canaan, he divided their land uh, to them by lot. Okay, I just want to see what came after that and what came before. Y'all just got to read what comes before. Um, I, wanna, I, want, I want to make sure we get this. Acts 13, 14, and 16. Acts 13, 14, 16. Let me get the Message Bible. Let me get the Message Bible real quick. Message Bible says this, uh, 14 through 16. Uh, from Paphos, Paul and company put out to sea, sailing on to Perga in Pamphylia. Uh, that's where John called it quits and went back to Jerusalem. From Perga, the rest of them traveled on to Antioch and Pisidia. On the Sabbath day, they went to the meeting place and took their places. After the reading of the scriptures, God's law and the prophets, the presidents of the meeting asked them, friends, do you have anything you want to say? A word of encouragement, perhaps. Then it goes down. Paul stood up. Paul took a deep breath, then said, fellow Israelites and friends of God, listen. God took a special interest in our ancestors, pulled our people who were beaten down in Egyptian exile to their feet, and led them out there in grand style. Yeah. Yeah. You got to. You got to. And you know what? You know what I find interesting? Is a lot of this praise and worship hoopla goes forward and nary scripture has been presented. Now, don't get me wrong. A good worship leader knows the word. Let me say this real clear. A good worship leader knows the word. A good worship leader knows the word studies the word so you got some folk that's just really good at singing but a good worship leader knows the word right that's why that's why i i that's why why, why zachary is a huge uh, i'm a huge fan of zachary Lavish. uh donna patrick another great worship leader down in texas amazing uh praise and worship ministry leader but she knows the word you gotta know the word you got to. Otherwise, who are you praising if you don't know the word? If you don't know the word, you're just performing. You're just performing if you don't know the word. We got to do better, right? Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Uh, do, 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 do. The next one, the next one, the next one. The writer says this. The writer says this. Uh, again, we're talking about what worship style is right for your church. What worship style is right for your church. Uh, the writer says this, the writer says it. Number three is blended, 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 blended. He says the blended worship style incorporates two or more different styles. Typically, we see the traditional and the contemporary styles blended to reach a broader audience. Deepening on the ch- Depending on the church, Blended styles may or may not include traditional platform support like praise, choirs, or orchestras. 
Historically, the writer says, these types of services have been created by leadership as a reaction to critics of contemporary services or as a way to take a step out of the traditional model. The blended service has been fraught with discussion of its effectiveness over the years. Oftentimes, the attempt to make everyone happy ends up making no one happy. Once again, if it's done in excellence or if you're doing it just to be doing it, there is a difference. There is a difference. I'm trying to tell y'all, there is a difference. Stop just doing stuff to try to please people. We need to stop doing things to try to please people. That was never the intent of worship. Worship was never intended to please people. Worship was intended to give God glory. It was intended to give him glory. So when the writer says uh, it was it was fought because people were doing it out of out of uh, reaction to critics. Don't don't watch this. Don't put a praise team together in your church because the critics are talking about it and you don't have the people to do it because now you're just doing something and you're ill prepared and ill equipped. Mm, my God, ill prepared and ill equipped. Now you're making a mockery of God's worship service because you're trying to please people. All right, Tori, the power of what Paul said in verses 26 and 38, Paul preached Jesus. Absolutely. Absolutely he did. Absolutely he did. And he, and, 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 and he did. And that's all Paul preached. That's all Paul preached was Jesus. And, and truth be told, we don't do enough of it. We don't do enough of it. Let me read, what's that, 26 through, well, that's a lot, 26 through 38. But I can get, you know what I'm going to read, I like what it says. Men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham, whosoever among you fears God, to you is the word of, salva- of this salvation sent. For they that dwell at Jerusalem and their rulers, because they knew him not, nor yet the voices of the prophets which are ready are read every Sabbath day, they have fulfilled them in condemning him. And though they found no cause of death in him, yet desired they Pilate that he should be slain. And when they had fulfilled all that was written of him, they took him down from the tree and laid him in a sepulcher. But God raised him from the dead, and he was seen many days of them which came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, who are his witnesses unto the people. And we declare unto you glad tidings, how that the promise which was made unto the fathers, God hath fulfilled the same unto us, their children, in that he has raised up Jesus again, as it is also written in the second psalm, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And as concerning that he raised him up from the dead, now no more to return to corruption, he said on this wise, I will give you the sure mercy of David. Wherefore he says unto in another psalm, Thou shalt not suffer thine holy one to see corruption. For David, after he served his own generation by the will of God, fell on sleep and was laid into his fathers and saw corruption. But he whom God raised again saw no corruption. Be it known unto you therefore, men and brethren, that through this man, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sin. Felicia, don't get me wrong. I love the worship songs, but sometimes they're longer than the message. Not being no, 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 no. See, 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 Felicia, I, I am, I am going to agree with you. 
99.7%. And I'm going to tell you why I said 99.7. Because a lot of times, our worship services have become many concerts. And people get caught up in performance. And then when you get to the word, it's lackluster or lacking. I'll say that again. We get caught up in performance. And then when it's time for the word, you know, when the smoke machine clears and the music stops, now it's just you, your Bible, and your sermon, and the people listening and watching. And now what you're serving is lacking. Can you imagine all your appetizers is on point? And then your main course coming, you like, uh, bruh, there's no seasoning anywhere, missing, lacking. Because all you were concerned about was the performance of your music ministry. So your word is short. So you get up and give us a 10-minute sermonette with no substance. You give us a 10-minute sermonette with no substance. Nothing to take with me, nothing to sustain me, nothing to challenge me. Oh, but we sung for 45 minutes, though. (laughs) We sung for 45 minutes. I'm just saying. So, Felicia, I agree with you. Now, 99.7, that 0.3% that I left off, there are times. There are times when... The worship experience, the, 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 the psalms and hymns being sung can be enough because the Spirit of God will move in such a way that it will not allow the preacher to speak. That's Bible. That's Bible. That's Bible. That the, that the, that the worship can be so heavy that all the preacher can do is give the benediction. I've only experienced it twice in my life, but it, ha- it, but it has happened where, where the, it's been that heavy and thick in the room where the preacher used enough wisdom to say there's nothing that I can tell you today that what has happened in the room that, 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 can, that can trump what has already happened in the room. So we gotta we got we 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 got we gotta be able to to recognize that. But Felicia, you are absolutely right. A lot of times there's a whole lot of singing and the word is lacking. Or like you say, it's ten minutes. And don't get me wrong, a lot can be said in ten minutes. Brother Tori says, I love this passage. He says, one verse, Micah 6, 8. He has showed thee, O man, what is good and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. Hey, I like that. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Again, we're talking about what worship style is right for your church. Number four, contemporary, 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 contemporary. The writer says this. Uh, The contemporary style is by far the most popular and most misunderstood style in the church world today. Contemporary worship emerged during the Gen X time period, 1980 to 2005 plus. And many people associate this style with the beginning of their relationship with Christ. Chris Tomlin, Passion, Darlene Zeck, and Hillsong all put this music on the map, and its content tends to be highly vertical in nature, focusing on the who of God. 
Contemporary worship can mean many things depending on the type of church or denomination you are in. Experience shows that whatever is presently resonating with your congregation is considered contemporary for your church. Now, watch this. I would be curious, Tanya, to ask some people, is their church, a con- what style of worship do they have at their church? I'd be curious. Okay. Because I would love to know what people say. I'm not talking about the music. I would love to know what the, what the congregation would say. And, and, I, and, and I, I believe in certain places you would get a, you would not get the same answer more than twice. No. <laughs> because they don't know. Some people will say, well, we, 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 you know, we, we don't, you don't sing enough hymns. And, I, and don't get me wrong, I love hymns. I love hymns. I do. I, I, I love, I love, I love a, again when it's done properly when it's executed well, when it's done with the writer's intent, right? It's, 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 uh, and, and, and people go, well, what do you, what do you mean? Now, now what, you, what you're saying is, um, what you're saying is, 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 uh, 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 is, is judgmental uh, or, or it's, it's, it's based on your own individual interpretation. Yes, ma'am. I think I want to say this to you. Say it to me. Okay. Be nice, though. Hopefully you take it that way. Oh Lord, let me get that. Okay, you know how you always say, like you know, you you love a good hymn, blah blah blah. I equate you when you say that all the time to a person who keeps saying, "I'm grown." If you're grown, you don't have to say it. If you like a good hymn, Dana, I think you would, you know, I think you would sing it. I think you would ask for it. I think you would request it. Not we'll sing it, not sing it, but request it or, you know, ask that it be, you know, brought into the service and everything else like that. So I'm just saying, if you may be sugarcoating the fact maybe you really, you teeter on really not liking the hymn, you don't have to tell us you do, (laughs) because if you did, you would, you would, you know, you would put it out there to everyone. We kind of know what kind of music styles you like and everything. I just, like, you know, I just would. I would say, I would just, you don't have to sugarcoat it and play the fence. That's all I'm saying. My bad. She tried to come for me. I didn't come for you. I'm just letting you. But it's all good, though. Because let me, let, me, let me say it like this. When I say I love a good hymn, and I can't, I, I can't. So, so my favorite, my, 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 my favorite, <laughs> really, brother. <laughs> he said contemporary worship. Modern day, present day, anything goes. Whoremonger preachers and sodomite worship readings out of the QJ. The Q, did he say the QJV? Lord have mercy. Let me let me let me let me let me say this. So, when I say a good a good hymn, um, there is um, a hymn that I've had. Uh, Peral sang for me a couple times. Other people that we've had come over here and, and sing for us uh, uh, a couple times. And I like it because uh, it it sets the atmosphere 
for worship. Now, let me say this. Let me say it like this. Uh, I appreciate. Now, there's some hymns that do that 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 I can't get. I I personally, Dana, can't get anything from. Right, but that ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. I personally can't get anything from it. Right, but that doesn't mean it's not that you know you shouldn't sing the song or anything like that. That's not what it means. But when I think about um, when I think about hymns or 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 great hymns that that just kind of flow uh, uh, the one that uh past not a gentle savior is probably my favorite hymn it's probably my favorite hymn because it's it's it's, it's, it's the words it's the word the the word the words of the song uh um uh, the words of the song hit different. The words of the song hit different. So, so when I when I hear it, it, it hits me different than it does when um, it hits different than it does when um, when when it's sung. Now, don't get me wrong. It's two ways. You get a choir to sing it right. Cause think about it, passing out a gentle savior. You got the contemporary version, which was the one that Douglas Miller did. You know, the one with, do not pass me by, do not. That's the contemporary version, but that's a hymn. Mm-hmm. That's a hymn. That's the contemporary version. Near the cross, that's a good one. That's a good, that's a good one. But then Todd Goldberg, not Todd Delaney, Todd Goldberg did pass me not, pass me by rather. And he called it do not pass me by, but it's pass me not on general savior. But he did a version and I can't play too much of it. Yeah. Huh. See that right there? That, 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 that's a hymn and done wonderfully. See? Because if I could sing it myself, I would. I tried one time. But it, <laughs> it, 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 it does something because it also invites people in. Huh? Come on. Watch, 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 watch. Watch, watch. Come on, crying, come on, come on. I'm ah. Yes, sir. That's it. That, that, that's one. That's Todd Goldberg. Go look it up. Look it up. Look it up. It'll bless you. It'll bless you. It'll bless you. Cause see, real talk, real talk. If if I if 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 I thought I could could sing it, every time I preached, I would sing it. I would. Every every time I preached, I would get up and sing it. I would. So so those here near the cross. Uh uh uh, amazing, amazing. Now Todd Goldberg is a what is a newer contemporary artist. Right? He said the choir throws down the ebony. <laughs> Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Uh I am I am I am uh, uh um in in look so I do I do I, I, I again I appreciate well I should say it like this though. I appreciate well done music because I don't want to hear you mess up a new song. <laughs> right. 
Like 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 the song more than anything. I everybody knows I love that song more than anything. I, it is a wonderful song. More than anything is a powerful worship song. Destroyed by people who ain't got no business trying to sing it in a choir or praise and worship in, in behind a microphone. If you sitting in the store in the audience, have at it. Sing to your heart's content from the audience. But don't pick up a microphone. Just don't. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's keep going because we're going to get to modern church now. We're talking about, uh, let me get some of these comments, though. Uh, I read that one. My hymn, she said, was, um, she said, my hymn is in the cross. I grew up on it. And it's, yes, yeah. Uh, she said, just like I love the Lord, he heard my cry. There are two versions. Yes. Yes. Uh, 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 Felicia, yes. Because it, it ain't nothing like an old that can just rap back and bust that out. But then Whitney Houston came along and took it a whole nother level. Same song. Same song. She modernized it. But the words, it's the words. It's the theology in the song. I love the Lord. He heard my cry and pitied every groan. Huh? Lamar Campbell, more than anything, Brother Tory, Lamar Campbell. But when Whitney Houston did that, we was like, what in the world? And I mean, she killed it. I should say it like, killed. <laughs> but she killed it. She killed it. And I, I, I'm just saying, it's, it's, a, it's, it's one of those things where, where we, have to be, we have to be mindful, mindful, mindful of, 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 of where we uh, on how we rather uh, how we worship and the styles of worship. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Because we we are we out of time already. And I didn't hear the lady say nothing, even though we started late. But I only put nine, I only programmed for ninety minutes on purpose. Uh, <laughs> let's get to it. Modern modern worship number five. Modern worship. The writer says this: the modern style of worship is generally seen in churches looking to be the most relevant to culture. Uh oh. Hmm. Generally, these songs focus more on people's brokenness, compassion, and justice issues, and those who desire internal transformation. Some modern churches can be especially seeker-focused by programming secular music into their services to help create familiarity and lower anxiety for new attendees. Bethel, Elevation, Hillsong, Jesus Culture, All Sons and Daughters, and Passion are just a few of more popular modern worship bands writing new music for this style. As we like to say, if you've seen one church, you've seen one church. No one style is right for every church because every church is unique. What styles resonate most with your church, your congregation, your community? How can you lead the way in creating unity around a topic decisively subjective in nature? Again, again, I'm not for, I, I love, let me give, look at this. I love Kirk Franklin, and let me tell you why I like Kirk Franklin. Because outside of one or two songs in his whole library, Kirk Franklin's music is normally very theologically sound. Very theologically sound. See, I'm, I'm a words person. I like, I, don't get me wrong, I love the melody of songs. 
the music is great. I like I, I love a good band. I love good musicianship uh, and all of that. But I listen to the words I've been taught. Right. The people who I who I listen to, who I who I who I glean from have taught me. Listen to the words of songs. Listen to what the song. Listen to what the singer is saying. Are the words biblically? Are, are they are they are they running parallel to the word of God or are they going somewhere else? Do these songs properly exegete uh, the intent behind the scripture or are these songs taking some some extra measures to fit a certain diet, uh, a, 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 a certain um, uh, a, a certain a certain uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I just lost it in my brain. But are, are they looking to, to to fit a certain area? Or are you trying to 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 just make something fit because oh this this this, this, this will sound good? Because a lot of times we treat church like we treat a party. Because as a, you know, like a DJ, DJ say, man, I finna I finna make the room do this. <laughs> Watch after when I do this. See, and that that should be your thing. Is God going to get the glory first? That's ought to be your first question. Not what's going to be the not not what's going to be the, the the congregation's reaction, but what is going to be God's reaction? Will you garner God's attention? Watch this. Can your worship make God sit on the edge of the throne? Ah, my God. Can you can your worship get God's attention with every other church that's open? My God, today with every that's open can your worship when god is looking all over this world he called earth all around this place and he's looking at the earth as it spins around in his time and he's watching all of these people on saturday and sunday and whatever day they're worshiping he's watching them worship and 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 he's looking and then all of a sudden here you come it's your opportunity as a faith community as a congregation to give god some glory to to garner his attention so that he can inhabit your praises what are you giving him what are you giving him um uh, Tori says the power of words in the song call that even with secular music you have to know what's being said i know that's right but there's a whole lot of songs that we were singing as kids <laughs> that our mamas and them were singing and humming, but not all y'all's mamas, but <laughs> Tiny Mama wasn't doing it. <laughs> but all y'all's mamas were singing some songs. You boy, look here, I know better. Uh, Carrie says, maybe each Sunday can have a focus, all based in theology, but geared toward different members of the community. If not the morning service, but maybe an optional service. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, if he says, what's them tracks you were talking about before they play in church? I've been hearing those them tracks you was talking about before they play into. Oh yeah, the, them them um um <clears throat> what I call them the uh them click tracks. They call click tracks. It's literally the, the, the little bump they play before everybody get happy. <laughs> he said, "Don't stop getting kids." <laughs> and somebody probably would get up and shout, "I would don't stop." Right. Just like last night, Sonya, you know, I was DJing last night for a hot minute. 
And in the midst of all the songs, I was just playing regular, you know, good R&B, doing whatever, whatever. And then I decided to hit the percolator <laughs> out the blue. Just wasn't. And the, and the level of trying to maintain yourself, people trying to. <laughs> A certain person comes to me, you know very well. I just use initials TV. <laughs> Was talking to somebody. <laughs> she said, why my legs stop moving? <laughs> she said the whole South Side percolator was going to come out real quick. She said she had that conversation real quick. And then she was like, so she was like, she couldn't do it then. I was like 30 minutes later. She said, I'm going to need you to play it now because now I can, I can, I can, I can get one out real quick. <laughs> um, she says, I know that's right. I thought me and Mrs. John was about a married couple. You know what? You know what, though? I thought it was, too. Now that I think about it, because I really wasn't singing all the words. But then when you get a little older and you listen to the word words, you like, oh. <laughs> uh, Felicia say, but play Yahweh by Matthew Stevens, contemporary, but still worship it. Yeah. 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 There is, a, there is holiness in house. She said there's holiness in house music. You know what? <laughs> oh, God. I just, I just, I just, I just think we, 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 again, it matters. It matters. It matters. Um, uh, all, all that, you know, there, there is a great list of, of gospel artists. He said, you got to hear that sugar version of me and Miss. Sugar, you making up words now, right? <laughs> oh God, he said the chugger version of me and Mrs. Jones. I don't, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Uh, anyway, anyway, that's the deal. That's the deal, man. Uh, what worship style is right for your church? Again, first, it's got to be about God. If, if your worship service, and I say this all the time, I say this to musicians here at Ebenezer. I said that everywhere, anywhere I've been. Anywhere I've been, bent. Anywhere I've been. If you show up at a rehearsal, you can tell by the rehearsal what type of worship style your church has. If your rehearsals are off-putting, if your rehearsals are rigid, if your rehearsals are more, I'm just here so I don't get fined, then that's kind of what you're going to get on Sunday. But if your rehearsals, I've been to some rehearsals that have been more spirit-filled than the service because there was an intent in the rehearsal. There was a, when, when you have, watch this, my God, when you have people who are intent on worshiping God and who are intent on leading you into worship and who are intent on making sure that their gifts are glorifying and magnifying God, your worship experience is going to be elevated every week. It has to be about God. That's the first thing. It has to be about God. It has to be. Because because anything outside of that, like 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 Donna Patrick taught me this when I when I sat through one of her seminars when she did it online, and she said the first thing she asks 
uh, all of her, anytime she's had to do interviews for, um, for uh, somebody who was hiring a minister of music, uh, she says the first thing she would always ask them is what does uh, 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 when Jesus talks about uh, true worship, when Jesus talks about true worship, when he talks about it, he says, she says, I always ask my musicians or whoever it is, uh, what does that scripture mean to you? What does that scripture mean to you? What does that scripture mean to you? Uh, what what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? She always asks them, what does it mean? And she says she then decides whether or not she's going to continue the interview. She decides then whether or not she's going to continue the interview. John 4. John 4 and 20, 22. She asks them all the time, what does John 4 22 through like 26 mean to you? And she says that they can't give her an answer. She kind of she has already made up her mind at that point. Because every worshiper, every worship leader or aspiring worship leader should be able to tell you what John 4 and to, should be able to give you a synopsis of it. Brother Tori sent me something. I won't see what this is. He said, this is the Chugger version. Let me, let me see what this is. Let me see what this is. Like a stepping version? <laughs> I'm going to listen to that. I won't get blocked off of, uh Huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> but it says there's oh the, on the video it says uh, chugging edits uh, no copyright. This song belongs to its respective owners. <laughs> it was like so what I was interested the chugging edits. So somebody made this on their own, like they did some stuff. Okay, I see, I see. Anyway, y'all look, we go. <laughs> That's hilarious though. I like that. I like that. Uh. I am, I am, uh, I, I would hope, I would hope that we all put God first in our worship and it, it, anything that, anything that comes, if you put anything else to number one, like, on what, like what are we doing for worship? You got to ask the question, what are we going to do for worship on Sunday? And they go, man, well, I got this plan. And, and you never heard God mention. She said, why I look good. <laughs> She's like. She said, why you look scared playing that song? Because I was waiting for Facebook to block. You know, you know, Facebook is on some extra. Everything that can get blocked will get blocked. And I don't want to get I don't want to I don't want us to get flagged on YouTube too. So that's why. That's why. So that's why we have to we can only play so 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 many minutes of a song. Cause trust me, I would let that Todd Galbert go all the way through. Cause that 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 there's a part, there's an ad lib in that song, or pass me not. Or his is called Do Not Pass Me By. But there's an ad lib in that song uh, where the brother says, I've done enough. I'm about, I'm, about, I'm about to throw something out thinking about it. When he says, I've done enough for you to leave me alone. That, if, 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 if y'all, see, see it, it, it's the words. Now, that ain't even a lyric in the original song. Never let go of me. 
listen, listen, listen. I'm going to try to let it get in there. I've done enough for you to leave me alone. I've done enough for you to cast me aside. Mm. But I thank you for not letting go of me. That's all I can play, y'all. That's all I can play. The man said, I've done enough for you to leave me alone. Huh? And 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 and, and see, you you gotta be, you gotta be, you gotta be humble enough and knowledgeable enough to know where you who you are. Who you are, who you were, who you are, and who you're trying to be. Because you can never say those words out of your mouth. Oh, my God, help me now. You can never let those words come out of your mouth not knowing who you were. Not knowing who you were. Oh, oh, Brother Tori, thank you. You got it. I was trying. I was, going, I was about to put it in the chat. You found it. That Ty Goldberg is a worshiper, sir. He is a worshiper. You got. You got. You got to get that. That that, that decrease album. That decrease album will have you, man. Look here. <laughs> that decrease album got something on it. Gyra, Chandler Moore. That Gyra, you are enough. If that's what it is, Chandler Moore and Naomi Rain. Let me see what that is. Let me look that one up. We're going we gonna to play that. We're going to see what that is. Gyra, Gyra. Is that the song I think it is? Featuring Chandler Moore. Yeah, the Maverick. Yeah, and I will be content in every circumstance. Is that the one? Let me see. Let me get to the middle a little bit. I don't want to Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know this one. I gotta turn it off. Oh Lord. Jara, you are enough. My, 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 my. That 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 thing will bless me. That thing will bless you. That's ooh, that's a good one, as they say. That's a good one. Let me see. I don't have no uh, things up here yet. Okay, good. I'll check and make sure we have uh, notification. <laughs> we'll get one later, though. We'll get one later. She said, play her part. What's her part? Can you tell me what part of the song is her part, Felicia? Give me the minutes. <laughs> Oh God! Give me the minutes of the song. Give me what what minute of the song is she doing her part? So I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Uh, but yeah, give me give me what minute of the song. You can pull it up quicker than I can, and and play it so you so I can know what you're talking about. Uh, but yeah, that that that's a that's a powerful song. Maverick City Music. Uh, that, and that's a whole that's a whole thing. That's a whole experience right there. That that really is. I've 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 watched some of their videos and. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh yeah. <laughs> she said that thing is good. God is all over that. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It really is. It really is. It really is. Oh Lord! All right, uh, we gonna get ready to get out of here. Uh, look, I want to do this. Um, 
I want to I want to do this. I want to I'm, as we get ready to pray, uh, as we get ready to pray. Always, always, I want to give you guys an opportunity to put uh, list some names in the chat box, uh, real quick. Drop some names of some people uh, in the chat box. Go ahead, Felicia. I'm gonna give you time. I'm gonna give you time. Drop some names in the chat box. Uh, in the chat box uh, for somebody you want to, you want us to lift up in prayer. Uh, if it's you, just say me. Uh, <laughs> that's all you got to do. But if you want to pray for us, pray for somebody else specifically, somebody else, um, just drop their name in the chat box, and we will do that, uh, do that for you. Uh, let's, 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 let's do that. So feel free, please, 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 uh, drop those names in the chat box. I have a few people, and not necessarily people individually, but uh, some, some, some folks uh, or some situations that I do want to lift up. And uh, we definitely want to do that. Felicia says it's at the six-minute mark. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let me see. We'll give it a little bit. A little bit, Felicia. A little bit. If it is a living <laughs> with beauty and splendor, yeah. How much more will he clothe you? Come on. Come on. Come on. Every sparrow, how much more does he love you? Yeah. How much more does he love you? Now, now watch this. Watch this. She was quoting scripture. She was putting scripture in context. She, she, was, she was literally putting scripture in context. So the scripture where he talks about the sparrow and 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 and, and if his eye that's the song his eye is on the sparrow that that comes from scripture that comes from scripture I, I wish y'all would would get this that's why words matter that's why words matter that's why words matter I see some right how much more will he clothe you come on if he gonna take care of the sparrow my God huh come on come on come on. Yes, yes, yes. All right, y'all keep coming with the names, and we gon' we gon' we gon' we gon' pray and and get out of here. Uh, we gon' we gon' pray and get out of here for 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 tonight, man. I I love that. I love you. Gonna have me listen to that later on. Uh, we gon' we gon' we gon' definitely do that. Uh, let's pray, Father God. We we come, Lord. We just want to say thank you, God. We are grateful, grateful, grateful for you being God and God all by yourself. Hallelujah, Jesus, Lord. We we lift your name right now, God, just because you're God. We, we lift your name because you're God. We thank you right now just because you're God. We just want to say thank you, God. We love you. We bless you. Uh, we just want to lift your name up tonight, God. We, God, we love you. We, we honor you. We extol you. We worship you. We praise you. We love you on tonight, God. And we don't want to do anything but please you. Lord God, we have some folks who are coming uh, right now, God, for prayer. They're giving us some names for prayer. God, you know all of these things already, God, but, but God, sometimes we feel like, God, we just need to speak some things. We got to speak some things, God. So right now we're lifting up, uh, uh, we're lifting, we're lifting, we're lifting uh, Sally Hogan right now. She says, me, ah, we're praying, we're praying 
uh, for Sally right now, God, you know what she stands in need of. God, you know the type of servant that she has been. So we're lifting her up to you right now, God. We're praying that right now, God, whatever she stands in need of, God, that you would be it for her like you have been for the past 97 years. We continue to lift her up to you in Jesus' name. God, we're praying for Deacon Bernard Cooper right now, God. We're praying that whatever he's going through, God, whether it be physical, mental, spiritual, financial, whatever it is he's going through, God, that you would lift him up right now, God, that you would put your arms of protection around him even right now, God. We're praying for the Gant family, the entire Gant family. Claudette lifts up their name right now, praying for her and her entire family, God. God, do what you do for the family unit, God. Saturate them right now, God. Touch each and every one of them, God, even for the ones that might not know you in the pardon of their sin. We're lifting them up to you right now in the name of Jesus. God, we're lifting up the families in Baltimore right now, God. Those who are going through, God, we're lifting them up right now to you. God, you recognize the tragedies that are going on all around this world, and I know there are many. But, God, we're calling these these names out to you right now, God. God, we recognize that there are things going on all around the world. But, God, we're asking that you not pass us by even in this moment. God, we're lifting up Jada Steele to you right now, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're lifting up Jada Steele to you right now, God. We're lifting, we're lifting, we're lifting. We're lifting her up to you right now, God. We're lifting, we're lifting. God, we're lifting up the entire city of Chicago. Yeah. We're lifting up this city right now, God. We're lifting up Emma Skipper right now, God. Kayla Diggs right now, God. We're lifting them up right now to you. You know what they stand in need of, God. Whatever it might be right now, God, we're asking, we're asking, we're asking right now, God. You said in your word, ah, you said in your word that you never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. Your word says that, God. So we're going, to, we're going to quote your word back to you right now, God. Now, God, there are so many, God, who are going through right now, God. We're lifting up marriages right now, God. We're lifting up marriages right now, God. We're lifting them up right now to you. God, there is an attack right now, God, on marriages throughout this country, God. We're lifting you up right now, God, that you would be a hedge of protection around them, God. What you have brought together, let no man, no imp, no woman, no whatever come between them right now, God. We're lifting them up to you, God. We're protecting families right now, God. We're lifting up our our children right now in this city. God, we know there are children all around the world that are going through, God. But right now, God, we're asking right now for our city, this city of Chicago right now, God, that you would come right now like a mighty rushing wind, God. Do what you would have to do, God, to shut it all down. God, let us sit, take back and sit notice. Take notice, God. You made us sit back and take notice in the midst of a pandemic, God. Do it if do whatever you have to do, God, to save our babies. God, we're praying right now, God, for their minds. We're praying right now, God, for their souls, God. The soul of our city is in trouble right now, God. The soul of our country is in trouble right now, God. We're praying for our leaders, big and small, good and bad. We're praying for them right now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we're praying for our preachers and our pastors and our spiritual heads right now, God. God, we recognize the arduous task they have of leading a flock of stiff-necked, hard-headed folk every week, God. 
We're praying that you would continue to strengthen them, God, to give them the strength that you even would give to Samson, God, so that they can keep working in the positions that you have given them. God, we're lifting up churches right now. We're lifting up every church that's open in your name. God, every church that's open on the true Sabbath day on Saturday, every church that's open on the recognized Sabbath day Sunday, every church that's open in your name, God, whatever denomination they might be, if they preach Jesus, yeah, God, we're lifting them up to you right now. I'll say it again. If they preach Jesus, we're lifting them up to you right now, God. God, we're praying for our country. We're praying for our land, God. We're even praying for Ukraine. We're praying for all of the countries that are in turmoil right now, God. We're praying, we're praying, we're praying, God, and we're trusting and we're believing that you can do anything but fail, anything but fail. God, we're asking that you would just move the way you move, God, and do what you do and continue, God, continue, continue to touch your people and to show up mighty as only you know how. God, we trust you. We know that you're more than enough. We know that you're more than enough. We pray now in the mighty name of Jesus. Every heart, every listener, every viewer, every watcher, let's just say amen. Somebody shout hallelujah wherever you are. Hallelujah in this place. Lord God is a good God. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, y'all, we're going to get out of here. Y'all stay blessed. Y'all know the rule. If you got to drive through this special, yeah, y'all know it's special, this special city we call Chicago, do me a favor, my brothers and my sisters, keep your head, no matter how big or small, <laughs> keep your head on a swivel. Two T's, one L, one O. We are. With your hands lifted up.